exclaimed. Here comes the guard. Fireworks, do you think? Naughty, naughty, an Asian. He must have noticed when he took our tickets. Sticklers for the rules, that lot. Revel in a spot of authority. Oh, uh, he's shouting and she's shouting back. It must be she who stopped the train. Looks a bit crazy. Do you think she's mad? Sylvester did not reply. There will be trouble, said the man. She'll get a summons. Costs a bomb to stop a train. Oh, oh. she's let the sheep go. It's lolloping away. And now the guard is bringing her back to the train. Sure you don't want to look. Go away, said Sylvester. All right, all right, said the man. Keep your cool. He drew himself upright, letting the binoculars thump against his upper stomach. The communicating doors swished at his passing. Sylvester straightened legs which had winced away from the man and looked ruefully at his bifocals which had snapped in his hand. But his tormentor was back. I think I'll see if I can have a word with her, he said. You want to come? There might be a story there. She's in the second class. What do you think? Oh, leave her alone, said Sylvester, regretting the words as he spoke. She a friend of yours or something? Didn't leave the sheep alone, did she? Didn't consider our fellow passengers much. Some of us have business to attend to. Leave her alone. That's rich. The man, Sylvester realised, was partially drunk. He closed his eyes and listened for the swish of the communicating door. You cut your hand, said the man, still hovering close. Broken your glasses. However did you do that? When Sylvester did not answer, he moved away and the communicating doors closed at last. The train began to move. As it gathered speed, Sylvester put the broken bifocals in his pocket and wiped blood from his cut palm. Rage had made him prickle with sweat. He wanted a drink but feared meeting his tormentor in the buffet. He had not seen the girl clearly but was left with the impression of a white face, black eyes, squared mouth shouting at the guard and brown hair ruffled by the wind. She had seemed a creature more vulnerable than the sheep she was rescuing. She looked bogged down in despair. Would the guard be rude to her? He had seemed a quiet and courteous man when he asked for the passengers' tickets. His turban was beautiful, furled round the contours of his head like an exotic shell. No, the guard would be polite, stick to the rules, he would not bully. But that foul-smelling bird-watcher was another matter. Was he perhaps a journalist? There might be a story there were ominous words. If he was a journalist, he would be employed by the gutter press. Would the guard protect the girl? Would she perhaps take shelter in the lavatory, lock herself in? Sylvester visualised the girl crouched miserably in confined and possibly malodorous space for the rest of the journey. Should he follow the twitcher and prevent him imposing himself, demanding a story, not listening to a word she might say while he fabricated his own? Communication cord drama on intercity trains.